You ready? Are you? You ready to be put on the spot? No. All right. Let me get this intro out the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Feelings First Facts of the Podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and this right here is the lovely Christina, and she is about to give her opinion on the George Floyd statue that was put up in New York City. Go. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. <laughs> George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and John Lewis had their, I guess it was like a, their head, it was like a bronze statue was put up. And this is a big thing because it was taken down or it was put up right after the the great generals were taken down. I like it. You like it? Yeah. Okay. I do. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I like it. I'm sure it's going to piss people off. You know who George Floyd is, right? Yes, Nathan. The guy who put his neck on the cop's knee? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. All right. Just, I, hey, I'm just checking. I just want to make sure, you know, you, you got your black people right. I know they, you know. They what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to ask you, how long do you think it would take before I got vandalized? But right before I hit record. I saw that 10 hours ago. Already. It was already vandalized. Yeah, some skate, some skateboarders. Can you guess the race? <laughs> Do you want to play that game? Yeah, can you guess the race? <laughs> uh, I mean, what yeah. do we expect? Well, you know, it, it, it was some sort of white looking person. It, it could have been, you know, some light skinned Puerto Rican or, you know, yeah. could have been a you know, white guy. Who knows? But you all are checking the white boxes now anyway. So it's all you the same, all. right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, I'll listen. Let me know. That way I can, you know, just proudly say I'm dating a white woman. Why do you have <laughs> an issue with me? <laughs> what did I do to you? It's nothing. Listen, listen, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Whatever. But yes. So you like it. Like what? The the, the idea of the, the statue. Yeah. Being up. OK, I'm good. not against it. Good. Then I'll, I'll save my opinion. You don't like it? Yo, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say. It. I said I save my for opinion when? on it for you know another time. Okay, another time. Uh, how about I'm indifferent about it? Oh no, nah, she's. I mean, you see how she's switching it up. It doesn't bother me mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. Well, good, good for him and his family, and and, and Brianna and uh, John Lewis, all of them. Anywho, I thought that was going to be a little more fun than what it was, but. <laughs> Why? You think I was going to have a problem with it? <laughs> Not a problem, but you know, I, yeah, yeah. Never, never mind. Anywho, so before we get into the, the, the major things I want to mm-hmm. talk about, um, I do want to give a little update on what's going on with fentanyl because this is something that you and I spoke about not last episode, but two episodes right. ago, right? Or was mm-hmm. it last episode? No, it was two. I don't even fucking remember. It was two. Anyway. So breaking news, not too long. Well, I mean, it's not so breaking, but breaking news from a couple of days ago. Uh, Columbus police officers were charged with crimes related to distributing at least seven kilograms of fentanyl. Hmm. So hmm. we've all heard about cases of, you know, when cocaine was hitting the United States and how the government was involved and yada, yada, right. yada. And then now here we are faced with something else that's completely different than cocaine. And crack now, too, right? What, yeah, what, what co- in the co- same? Co- yeah, 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 powder, right? So, um, yeah, and then now here we are. Some char, some officers were charged with distributing. Not surprising. Kilograms of, and when you look at the the dosage that it takes to take a human being out, like that's a quite a bit of fentanyl to be hmm. 
sent out. And it makes sense because it's like, well, where, how else would you get it if it's coming from China or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. like, is being put out yeah. on the streets? And supposedly there's been like a deep dive on it where um, the informant that they were using to help distribute it um, was told that they can do certain things to make sure that they get away or they make sure that they don't, you know, that who get gets away? Up, that the informant gets away. Oh, okay. okay. In, or, in order to avoid the idea of being caught up on charges mm. with uh, distribution, which would ultimately go back to them, but it looks like that they were caught anyway. But I'm really curious to see what actually comes of this. Hmm. And if I had to guess, it would be nothing in comparison to what would happen if it was someone that wasn't associated with the police or the government if they got caught up with it. Yeah, I feel like those things go either way. Like it's one it's one extreme or the other. Right. I, I guess maybe it depends how much like how much people are worried about it if they have to make an example out of these people. Well, or like how much, you know, outrage there is because of it. I think that the the saving grace for them and, and again this doesn't give them a fucking pass whatsoever but the saving grace for them is that this is something that is exclusive to drug users right and it's a problem to people that use drugs mm-hmm. and so in, in the United States the way they review drugs and how it's still like this low life thing that you know it, it, we talked about this before this is not our opinions but this is just how I would imagine most people would consider drug use especially when you're talking yeah. about the, the older people that you know are still around maybe not so much the younger generation but certainly the older generation mm-hmm. they will look at this as not as bad of an issue because it's only affecting people that do something that's a big no-no you right so it's kind of like if something happens and they kind of ask for it the way people think and, and it's, a, it's, a, and it's a drugs. absolutely fucked up way of right, looking right, at it. Right, but unfortunately right. when, when we're talking about drugs like that yeah, that comes with the, the the territory um but the the one thing that is really going to bother me is, you know, people typically go to prison with some sort of murder charge whenever they are caught selling drugs or drugs that is laced with something like, uh, like, you know, like a celebrity. I think I think Mac Miller, I think when when they caught the person that sold him the the dope that was cut improperly, mm-hmm. that person was facing murder. Or he was responsible for the death of Mac Miller, okay. right? So now if you're responsible for distributing seven kilograms of this shit, and we know it doesn't take much to take somebody out, mm-hmm. how how is it that, or I mean, we don't even know because this hasn't happened yet. But I would not be surprised if they don't get stuck with any murder charges or conspiracy of murder or, you know, things like that. They're probably just going to yeah. get hit with you know, possession or something like that. Something that has absolutely, absolutely light gets into a federal prison and pretty much be protected. Which, which to me, if you ask me, I think that when you understand the law, right, because you enforce it, when the punishment comes down on you, you should be getting the biggest punishment of them all. Right. Because you knew better. There's no excuse. Right. Ignorance it can't be used on your behalf or, you know, whatever you want to call it, especially if you're already getting paid. So you can't say, Oh, it was hard times, yada, 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 because you know, you, you work a a good job. What what excuse do you have other than, Hey, just how corrupt it is like Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. But here's the thing too. They're probably not at the top of the food chain. 
Yeah. So. But I'm sorry. Just because they got caught doesn't mean this was something that didn't go up to God knows who. Like how many people are actually really involved and these people are just the ones that got caught up. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's people high up who had a lot to do with this. Because how do you get saying. your fucking hands on this and you're just some regular ass fucking regular schmegler cop? I don't that's think you saying. have access to shit like that. Right. Without there have there having been people involved at a way higher status. Right, 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 right. So, so that's what I'm saying. They, they will probably be protected to a certain extent in order to keep their mouth shut. Because mm-hmm. if they if they see like a sentence that's bizarre, they're more than likely going to talk or yeah, or they get whacked. Depend depend on how this looks. But I'm shocked that this is not a bigger story than what it is. Yeah. Especially with fentanyl being such a big story for what the past couple of weeks, right before uh, Brian uh, Laundry got caught up with his monkey business with a uh, homegirl Petito. It's just funny because you know I don't follow the news like at all. Yeah, I know. You're I know. my news. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. Yeah, you're you're kind of getting it right now. Anyway, just, <laughs> you're just you are my news. Talking about it, you know. Yeah. Live. It's a, um. It's too much. It's too depressing. I don't have time for it. Yeah. Well, I'm here for all the shit. I know. I'm here for all the shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just find it very interesting and not surprising at all that somehow the government's involved in the distribution of what's taking people out on the streets this is nothing new this is just america shit and the crazy part is is that we all just kind of go with it because we all kind of understand that this is just politics and this is how america gives it up and hey as long as i got my food in my circus i'm good to go i mean really what are you gonna what are you supposed to do about it well nothing and and, the average person and i think that 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 is a, a healthy mindset to look at it is to say hey look all I can do right now is just live my life, yada, yada, yada. What, what can we do? But as a people, we should be up in arms. And the fact that we are just kind of like either not acknowledging it because it's not getting enough play, which mm-hmm. then that's not on the, the, the fault of the people. But if we are receiving it and we're not doing anything about it, we're just showing our bellies, then um, you, you know how that works. It's just. Yeah, but it, I feel like there's a, so many issues right now where right. it's just like, fuck, it's but a full time job if you're going to be standing up for everything that's fucking going on right now people are just like exhausted but it's almost like the broken window theory right yeah you know i mean yeah you might be able to sit on one broken window but if other things keep on happening then you're you're dealing with a big big problem right oh i get it but i'm just trying to wrap my head around understanding like why people might just not give a fuck there's mm. just so much yeah there's a lot to it there's a lot to it um I think this topic is going to get you to talk a little bit, though. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. Your voice is lovely. People want to hear it, right? Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, YouTube. YouTube and the fact that they have started to silence people that would appear to be Mm anti-vaccine or spreading mm -hmm. misinformation or, you know, whatever you want to call it. it looks like they're walking around with the shame stick and they're shushing people that do not agree with whatever is going on in the news. Okay. AKA pretty much what Fauci is having to say and okay. what, you know, what? everyone else is saying. Okay. So, um, before I give my thoughts on it, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts because so I know this are they is like, this. like shutting these channels down or like what, what is it exactly that's happening? From what I understand, they can shut channels down. I'm, I don't know if that's what they're doing first thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like as far as, hey, 
we're not we don't even want to have to hear what you have to say we're just going to shut you down but from what i understand is that they can start shutting down channels for uh any spread of misinformation or okay but define misinformation exactly i want to i need to understand what that means like what does that mean like people can't get like you have to have research to back it up because let's talk about where's the research backing up how safe Mm -hmm. these vaccines are Mm -hmm. the research is happening we are the research right so if people come presenting research of past vaccines or potential issues with vaccines based on legitimate shit that has happened in the past is that misinformation like how do you how do you define misinformation that's that's my issue well i think the easy way to define it would be anything that goes against what Fauci so saying what CNN up. is saying. Right. Not that's so much like a, what Fox News is saying, but right. p- pretty much whatever liberal media is saying. Right. Then that would be misinformation, which to your argument, even I guess even to add on, that's not even fair because we know that since we're all uncovering this in real time, mm-hmm. what could have been, you know, fact today or good information tomorrow could be considered misinformation. Well, haven't we had so much of that since because, this whole fucking thing because started? Because it flip-flops. Right. It flip flops in the very beginning, for instance, the whole mask thing. Right. The Isn't whole Fauci thing. one that it was how many times did he go back and right. forth? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, right. you need a mask. At some point, you need a mask was misinformation. He's a walking misinformation. If we were going to talk about well, it. Don't get us shut the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't like it. OK, I mean, if you're just some fucking like you have no credentials you right. have no, there's no background. You can't prove that you've been, you know, researching and doing work on these things for decades. And you're just on there fucking talking out your ass. Okay. And even then, who gives a fuck? Like, if you're listening to this person, I mean, who fucking cares? Right. But my issue is like, the handful of people that I did see, did you, you sent me something, right? Or you showed me something about the YouTube channels that they were talking about, which are people that I've been following. No, I think like, I think you did the research. Did on I look at it I myself? Believe so. mm-hmm. Yeah. So like a handful of those people that I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. I've been following for like a decade and they're people, they're doctors who have been in this industry, like, or I'm talking about like holistic doctors mm-hmm. who have been researching. They're not anti-vaccine. It's just, hey, these are issues that have happened to people. This is what we have found. Mm-hmm. We're not anti it, but maybe let's take a look at the fact that potentially vaccines could be causing a problem right? based on some of the ingredients that are in them. Right. And it's just like, it's crazy that if it doesn't line up, it's these people are made out to be like crazy people. Right. When they've done more research on vaccines than the fucking doctors and people injecting them today. I have no fucking clue. Well, I definitely side with you on the fact that you say more research than the doctors themselves because you and I had this conversation yeah. before and um I, I recently had this conversation with um um with a coworker of mine and this is not to destroy doctors or to, to discredit them or anything like that but doctors are people that are just watching the news like everyone else they're not scientists they're not behind right. the scenes right they they're not creating these they're vaccines. not creating anything right right they don't they don't know right. they know what they're told which is the same the thing same we're information that we're getting right, right. there is no special hotline hotline unless you unless you're probably some sort of medical disease doctor and you're you know you're staring at peer-reviewed you know articles or journals all day long yada right. yada yada and you're able to you know fact check everything that's going on in real time which again what could be good today might not be good tomorrow right, right? you don't know but for the most part 
the, the doctor that you're told to trust. And again, this isn't to say don't trust your doctor, but the doctor that you're told to trust and rely on for their guidance when it comes to doesn't know things like vaccine really only knows what you know. Right. Unless it's a part of their specific scope of practice. Right. right. So which it's usually not. It's usually not. Right. It's usually not. Right. Which to me, and I feel bad for them to give them the power to do that, because if something does go wrong, they're the face of what went wrong. My doctor told me this would be OK right. and it wasn't OK. Yeah. And to me, like they're the ones who probably who probably see the biggest backlash right. of, of all. Right. Because, hey, you told me I was going to be safe. Now I'm in a hospital because. Well, then that's XYZ. where. Oh, that's just a coincidence comes into play. That's such a rare thing. That's where that that's where that mindset comes into play. And that's what's frustrating. And I don't think people take the time to sit back and be like, why are people researching vaccines? Like, what do these doctors have? Like, what, what benefit do they get from going against the grain if there's not some legit issues? Like, don't, right. you, don't people stop and think like, why would you waste your time and try to like, potentially made lose your license or me or be made out to be a crazy person if there isn't something valid happening like why are they being silenced because there's some real shit going on right and right and then what we said on the previous episode would be the fair thing to do but i think just most people just aren't smart enough to understand this so i think it's probably easier to to do it the way they're doing i don't think it's smart to the masses. smart is the right thing for me i feel like it's uncomfortable to start questioning. It's uncomfortable to start digging mm -hmm. because when you do that and you start seeing that shit is fucked up and you've been lied to, what do you where do you go from there? Well, I was I was going to say that um if the reason why they're not spreading it the way that or the the news the way that we said that they should is because I don't think they think most people are smart enough to hear, "Hey, we have this vaccine and yes, some people are going to get fucked up from it." It's going to happen. But this is for the greater good of the country, yada, yada, yada. But instead, they're saying it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. Nothing should happen. Nothing should happen. Instead of leaning into it and saying like, yeah, these things probably did happen to these people. But this is here's the numbers. This is this small percentage. This is going to happen across the board. We just have to get through this together. Sorry for any inconveniences cause anybody. And you keep it moving. But I don't think most people are equipped with the brain to hear that information and understand it and be able to say, all right, well, I got to charge it to the game. This happened to me. It sucks, but I got to charge it to the game. It is what it is. And I also but, feel but that, like, but that will be close to fact in how things work, yeah. but it works that way with anything, right? You go to eat shellfish. There's a warning, right? If you, some people are going to, some people are going to have shellfish and they're going to be fine. Some people's throats going to close the fuck up. Yeah. It doesn't mean you take shellfish off the shelf. You just go, Hey, you know, this. Hoping it ain't you. Yeah, but could you imagine, like, if you even acknowledge that on a smaller scale, the fucking can of worms that you're potentially opening for, okay, if this is a problem with this this vaccine, does it mean that, could there have been problems with other vaccines? Yes. Right, correct, because that is a fact. But that's realistic. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I don't think there's there's any way that these pharmaceutical companies and everything attached to it wants to take on that type of responsibility or liability. Right. But the because problem, where does it end? But here's the thing. Now we're running into an issue of what happens when you lie to people and you can't lie to people anymore. So when you tell people everything's safe, everything's good, everything's safe and everything's good, but we have the internet to talk to everybody mm -hmm. and find out that it's not all safe and all good. Then now you create this, this, this 
big hole where 30% of the population doesn't trust you enough to get the vaccine that you say is going to help them. Well, I find it interesting because it's just like I've already been down this road because mm-hmm. you know how I feel about it. Right. So it's just like this was this already existed. Like this issue, this community of people, these like this, all of this already existed on a really small scale. Right. And then everyone's like, oh, anti-vaxxer this. It's not even anti-vaxxer. It's the problem that like there's not even any acknowledgement that there could potentially be an issue. So now more people who would have never even thought twice are having these experiences with this new vaccine and are like, oh, well, maybe people who have been saying things about other vaccines aren't that fucking crazy. So. Right. And then then you can say that about a lot of things. Well, yeah, that's how it works, right? Yeah. Until it's you, you don't know how it could be. Right. But it but it just goes to show that they had the red and the blue pill. The red pill would have been they give the people the truth, they tell it like it is, and hope that everyone would be on board. Instead they chose the blue pill. They've lied to people and but people still have the internet and they have the resources to figure out for yeah. themselves. And now you've created this divisiveness because you have a group of people that have some sort of understanding of what's going on, but they feel like they've been betrayed and lied to. So they mm-hmm. can't trust the scientists. They can't trust the government and yada, 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 which, which some of those people were probably already like that anyway. Right. right. So I don't want to say that this, I don't want to say that this one thing did it. Right. But if you were on the fence mm-hmm. and I think this is safe to say, if you were on the fence and now you feel like you're being lied to, now you're probably going to go inside with the people that are kind of, you know, against the system. Right. As opposed to leaning in and going with everything. But um, I don't know. I, I just I just hope this could be a, a learning experiment from, you know, our government or our scientists or whatever it may be that like, hey, you you can't just sit here and lie to us. We have the world at the tip of our fingers. We, we can get the answers that we want. Just give it to us. And I'm pretty sure they will find out that if you just give it to us straight, you might you might get a better yield than what you thought you would you would. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's wishful thinking. I don't think that would ever happen that way. Maybe not. Maybe, the, maybe it's just in my fantasy world. What's I'm, I'm happening okay is, okay, well, fuck how you feel about it. Now we're just going to mandate it. Okay. So just because we did get a little bit off topic and we were talking about the idea of being silenced. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the silencing aspect of it all? Like on what people are, like the side effects that people are having? No, 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 no. The, the, the silencing of YouTube, oh, the YouTube. silencing people i think it's scary as fuck i think it was scary as fuck when they did that shit to trump very scary like i i to me that's insane right like and people are like oh well you know that's great that that happened or people might feel that way about this it's just like that's on a very micro level like you're not thinking big Mm -hmm. like where do you draw the line right and and again define misinformation because you're disagreeing who and who the fuck is deciding this well, algorithm for one, so it's a robot. That's fucking crazy. And then there's probably and some people, and, it's, and then like, there's probably some people that deal with thousands and thousands of videos and flags a day, and now they're just like, all right, whatever, click, 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 click. Right. Just to that's keep it moving. Crazy, because at some point, then how are we gonna get any information that's not what's on the news? Right. That scares the fuck out of me. Because number one, I don't watch the motherfucking news. And and it's just scary that one thing that we know isn't always telling the truth anyway has the ultimate say so in everything that is given to people by way of the masses. Right. Right. Which YouTube would be a way of receiving things by the masses, especially if you're a popular YouTuber or, you know, you're popular on Instagram or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And now you're just completely cut the fuck off from anyone that may rely on you 
for what they consider might be the truth, whether it is or it isn't the truth. I don't know. I'm not, right. I'm not the one to say that. Right. But they, for whatever reason, they have peace of mind to go into your channel and seeking what's going on around you. But before I forget, you you did you hit something really good by saying like that's a, a a micro way of looking at it as far as like celebrating the idea of someone being silenced because they don't go with your agenda or mm-hmm. I don't even want to say disagree because I think disagreeing as like a has to be like an action right okay but but just not being on the same side as you without actively disagreeing with you but just not sharing the same opinion okay. as you right okay if you are okay and you're championing with the idea of them being silenced even if it is let's say a Donald Trump you need to take in consideration that if one person can be silenced, then you could be silenced next. Yes, it's only a matter of time. Can be silenced. Right. It's only a matter of time before your narrative gets shut the fuck down right. and everything that you like and you believe in gets shut the fuck down. Right. And then now what? Right. Now you're looking like, wait, you got to listen to me. Like, no, 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 no. No, we don't. Those people said the same thing, mm-hmm. whether they were right or they were wrong, right? Just because you didn't agree with them, now you're championing someone being silenced. And you know me, I, I, I get on this podcast all the time and anytime we have issues that are very, um, controversial i always lean towards you know our rights as american citizens mm-hmm. like i fought for this country so right the idea of anyone being silenced and not being able to you know practice their amendment the freedom of speech right. and and i know one some people will argue well just because you're taking off of youtube doesn't take away your freedom of speech well you're right you're right but but you are putting a price on speech if if i say something that is not on the same page as what you agree with, you take me off a major platform Mm -hmm. that I really have no other option, then yes, you're not really infringing on my freedom of speech because I I can still say and do whatever I want. You're just taking me down from this private platform, right? Mm -hmm. But again, you're still putting a price tag on it and you're forcing me, you're kind of pigeonholing me into, hey, success equals being a part of the narrative. Success equals being a sheep instead of a shepherd, Mm -hmm. right? Which... That's how the truth it's, will get lost. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then w- once once the truth gets lost, so you're saying everything's this way, everything's yeah, that way. What do then, you have? I mean, you'll, you'll end up with whatever they're looking for. And I whether know. it be this utopia of we're just all one big brain that just believes in and identifies all the same way. And you know what's interesting to me? It's just like if if you're so doesn't it say something that they're so concerned about this anti-vaccine narrative that they're shutting people down what does that tell you about the confidence in Mm. this vaccine Mm. right like don't people think about that like if you were to leave these people alone say what the fuck you gotta say because we're solid and yeah we're good we're good good. we got we got it all figured out this what we're saying is true isn't it interesting that you want to shut shit down that's going against your shit because maybe you you know it's bullshit I think I think the main argument would be, and this is not me agreeing with it, but this is just me trying to look look at it from the other side, would be that because it is so easy to quote unquote spread misinformation, then the people that aren't able to decipher what is fact and what's fiction or fact and what's false, right? Then now you run the risk of uh too many people going to the wrong side because they believe someone because they're charismatic, as opposed to leaning towards a side that actually matters yeah but you and i know that like at the end of the day where there's a will is a motherfucking way right no no I you know what it. i'm saying it. so right. it's just like that's it. crazy i get it and and you know i just i just wish with, with anything that we do in society i wish that it, not everything just had to be so polarizing so hot or cold right i wish yeah. it was like some sort of middle ground and maybe there is maybe maybe i just didn't do enough research on how they're handling this situation but 
to, to just completely shut down a channel or take down a video, it just seems like such an extreme and such a lazy way of going about it mm-hmm. as opposed to, okay, this person is, you know, we, we reviewed this person's YouTube channel or we reviewed this person's video that they put up. There is some misinformation in there. Why not a maybe demonetize them so mm-hmm. that they can't make money off of you? Now they can still make money off their sponsors and whoever privately wants to yeah. support sponsor it that channel yeah. or support mm-hmm. it. Right. But you might cut off the ad sharing or whatever you want to call it on your end, YouTube's end, right? Right. And then you put up a disclaimer. Hey, and it could be just a universal disclaimer. Hey, this this thing has been reviewed and is spreading misinformation. Please. Allegedly. That sounds more responsible to me. Right, whatever. As opposed to just strip you off. Done, 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 done. Right. You're you're, you're completely done. You can't be here anymore. Bye. Right. To me, that seems, I don't know. Well, it's irresponsible. It's crazy. Right. But, you know, I don't rule the world, so <laughs> the solution and it may and maybe there is again, maybe there is a solution out there that's like that, but I just didn't do enough research on it. But um, for what I was seeing, and of course, I was just looking at the the hot take the headline and said mm-hmm. um, YouTube is going to start silencing people and can delete channels or take down videos. Well, and I mean, people are just going to find different avenues because isn't this like an issue that what was his name? Joe Rogan was having. And that's why he decided to just be like, fuck you, YouTube anyway, and not be on there. Just like people find different. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, if you build it, they will come. Right. Right. So if you, if you're someone that has a platform that's good to go and you're taking off of YouTube, you'll find a way to. And the people who rock with you are going to fucking follow they're gonna, you. Yeah, they're going to keep following you. Yeah. Gonna, if anything, it might force them to lean into you, lean into it and really, really rock with you. Right. And, you know. So it might have the, the counter effect. Them. It could. Fuck them. It could. Yeah. And then, like you said, there would be people with your mindset was like, okay, well, if, they, if this thing is as solid as what you're saying, then why aren't you confident enough to, why you know, you go toe to toe and. Yeah. But again, what is misinformation? And, and, and. And just so we're making it clear, anyone that's out there that is spreading misinformation, whether it be, you know, willful, willful ignorance or, you know, just, I don't know, just. Plain old ignorance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah plain old ignorance. <laughs> we're not condoning that at all. But but if someone is spreading their opinion about something, which to me, an opinion isn't false information it's because an it's opinion. an opinion. Opinion yeah. is not backed in any facts. Everyone mm-hmm. has an opinion, right? Um, or if you're sharing your experience, mm-hmm. to me, that's, that's wild. Right. That, that you can't share your experience. Right. Especially. Which is the basis of a lot of these doctors mm-hmm. that are being, you know, labeled as anti-vaccines is because they would treat people who were having these experiences mm-hmm. who would go to their regular doctors and would be completely dismissed. And they're like, wait a minute, there's so much of this happening. What's going on? Let's look into it. Just didn't come out of nowhere. So you kind of forced this. Right. This is how this that was born. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the, the state that we're in right now where everything is just so black and white, red and blue, left and right. <gasps> you yeah. know, trying to find that gray area, trying to find that, that Goldilocks of how to handle things. It's just not either the poor, just too hot or too cold. And <laughs> that's how we do. That's how you got to take it. Yeah. You know? I don't know, but I I guess to lighten things up and, and you know that this topic, this topic just sends warmth through my heart. All jokes aside, people, 
I love this shit. Look at his face. Any anyone anyone <laughs> that, that like really really knows me, and, and she's really starting to find out, is that I have a special place in my heart for people with autism, right? Especially especially as they become adults and then watch them like try to uh, move about society yeah. and live like a, a normal life, do right, 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 shit. right, a neurotypical yeah. you know person. Yeah. Um, but there's a show called Love on the Spectrum that it's on season two. I love watching season one. It's a really, really good show, especially if you're into those those type of things, um, which I'm really not into dating shows. But I, I just like this show more so because they, they do suffer with living with autism and just watching them try to find love. But I think like... And, I, I, and I'm I a hopeless underst- romantic too. So, that, so that, that kind of like, that kind of plays a part in it. Like too. when you think of dating show, for me, this isn't even really just a dating show. It's no. like a life show so i think like what i wouldn't classify i I guess it is a dating show right but it's deeper than that to me i see it as they're they're conquering something that it was a big fear there's something that they they never thought that they would be able to obtain right Mm -hmm. which is something that is a basic need of human society and that's true love right whatever true love may mean you know, they want to find love. They want to find companionship. And that's like just that's just so regular yeah. to want that and to to possibly walk through life thinking that you'll never have it because of something that you're, you know, you're living with. And then now you have hope because there's a woman out there. God bless her heart. But there's a woman out there on this show. She walks around and she's more or less a dating coach, which if you ask me, this woman should be a dating coach. I'm sure she is. But her rules are, are, you know, her, her way of helping these people uh, get through their dating life and, you know, how to navigate a first date or a second mm-hmm. date or, you know, how to keep things going. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's so basic. It's so basic stuff. And they just keep everything so basic because of, you know, they're just kind of but following shouldn't, the script. Shouldn't it be that, like, shouldn't that be how it is? It like, should. You know what I mean? It should. So it's just like, you're almost, it seems so simple and basic, but it's like, that's where we fuck up like right 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 right. where right. people without autism dating fuck up like right. we overcomplicate it right because they keep thinking everything's simple yeah do you like me i'm feeling this i'm not keep feeling it honest this. keep it moving yeah like yes, what are you really like looking you. for right. yeah no i'm not feeling you right. like can we just get it direct right during date one they're like yeah. hey i want to do a date two can i see you for a date two yes or no mm. <laughs> oh do you remember when I asked for a second date and I was told yes and then you never I showed up? I was there. Up? Oh, you were there. Yeah. I, I, showed, I, didn't, you, I didn't see you. You didn't show up. I didn't see you. I didn't see you until nine months later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You stood me up. I stood you up. You That's invited me somewhere. You didn't even show up. <sighs> Ladies you and You weren't direct. Ladies and gentlemen, do not listen to her. <laughs> she stood me up big time and it made me wait nine months. <laughs> Before entertaining, entertain the idea of a second mm-hmm. first date. Yeah, it's pretty which, messed up. Which our one year second first date anniversary is coming up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so Whatever. back to the show. Back to the show because this there's just one thing that. I guess when I initially watched it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe not so much now, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the, the little dad protecting, you know, thing that's going on mechanism. But on the show, they had people that were 
you know, your neurotypical people mm-hmm. uh, dating the people that are, you know, neuroatypical or, you know, all, you know, suffering with autism. Okay. And so um, I want to ask you what your thoughts on it. Now, you didn't watch the episode, so you don't know. You what know, are my thoughts on what exactly? How do you feel about someone that has everything together, right? Allegedly has everything together. They're good to go. Their, their, their brain is functioning at mm-hmm. what we would consider a normal functioning mm-hmm. level, right? Dating or being in a relationship with someone that is, you know, clinically diagnosed on the spectrum. Is that right? Clinically diagnosed on the spectrum? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know shit from shit. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you know what you're walking into and it works for you, it's like we all have our things. You don't think that you don't think that there'll be like any sort of being taken advantage of? You could say that about anything, though. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I, I guess I do kind of feel like I take advantage of you from time to time because okay. of my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, can't people take advantage of people without autism? Doesn't that happen all the fucking time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, it, no one no one gets upset if. You know, someone pulls a wool over, you know, someone's eyes is not on the spectrum. But if someone's And let's be honest, like, I'd have to look it up. But what is it like one in however many men and boys right now have autism? This is going to be real life. I, you swear to God that I'm For autism. For the future. I mean, there's a reason that it warms your heart. You know what? <laughs> you know, it's funny because on one of the episodes, <laughs> it's, it's, it, the, the, there was a, a girl, which, by the way, to what you're saying, these these women and because they're not girls, they're women. But these women on the show that have autism, like they are way higher level than the dudes. Like they just kind of like walk all over them. But but you just had to see it, but not okay. in a bad way. Not that like they're too good for them, but you see them and they don't look as, you know, I guess for lack of better terms, as bad off as they do, you know, kind of okay. thing. Um, but one of the young ladies said that, you know, she was like, yeah, with my autism, you know. I, I tend to focus on things and I, I get obsessed with things. <laughs> and she was like, and I don't like when bugs crawl on me. And I'm like, yo, I, I get obsessed like, with I things too. Whole, and I don't like bugs crawling. I had a whole conversation about this be, a few podcasts ago. Might be. She's like, and I don't, I don't like rude people. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I'm checking all these boxes. Like, damn, I might, I might need to reconsider, <laughs> reconsider some things. I might be a little off. But that's no surprise. I mean, I think this is real life. I think this is what's going to happen. I think like this is going to be the future for a lot of women. These are this is going to be what they're going to have to work with. Okay. And and this is me having the brain of the, the double standards which I'm I'm okay with admitting that I have about certain things. But what is your thought on a man that mm-hmm. is neurotypical dating a woman? that has that that is suffering with autism and i'm not just talking about asperger's where she's just socially awkward i'm talking mm-hmm. about where you know you know she might not have been living on her own prior to meeting this guy i mean it sounds a little like weird like what is it why but i mean what is this really happening like but but, but how if, often is but if really it was happening? a guy that both was- ways both ways i would be like is that really a fucking issue like, is this really happening, number one? And number two, it's like, you could say that about so many things. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's really a problem. It might happen, but how often? Hmm. Well, it can happen often enough to make you uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable about it. 
But 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 just to be clear, first of all, it's none of my fucking business. I don't give a shit. And <laughs> and again, I root on the side of love anyway. So if it's real, then it's real. As long as as long as no one is like really really taking advantage of somebody, I don't care. Cause like you said, I date you, and I don't ever you know, you don't feel like I take advantage of you, do you? Mm, okay. <laughs> I ain't getting booty tonight. She's, oh, okay. I'm getting that look. She's mad. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. As, as long as no one's clearly taking advantage of someone and it doesn't look disgusting, then you know, it is. It is what it is. I, I just, I just felt that way. I guess my knee jerk reaction was that way mm-hmm. because there, no, there's not. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. You could say that about. I mean, anything, anybody with any sort of anything that's hindering them from living a quote unquote a quote unquote normal life like mm-hmm. what do you you can't stop that if people are going to take advantage of other people it's what happened yeah i know i don't know i i guess i guess it's just because i because i i work around these you know i work with children that mm-hmm. have autism and it's like i don't know i've always had a special place in my heart with them for them even when i was younger you know volunteering and doing things that when I see, especially they had this one young lady on the show and she's a pretty attractive woman and she's very, you know, bubbly and, you know, but you could tell like if someone wanted to, you know, manipulate her, they could easily manipulate her. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, you know, like she could easily be in a situation if someone wasn't there to kind of like be there for her and, you know, make sure to, you know, just kind of like be a buffer or a filter, mm-hmm. I guess, so to speak, then I could definitely see a world where you know, there could be a guy out there that might have some bad intentions. and But I feel that way. Remove autism. Like, if you, this, these are things that happen every day, both ways. So it's mm-hmm. just like, your only hope is that these people have support systems and people there to, like, hear them out and say, hey, maybe look at it this way. And if you need anything, we're here. Because it's just like, this is with or without fucking autism. Damn. Welcome to the world. You just remind me of, I've been a buster, you know, once or twice, too. And now, damn, I really might be on the goddamn some people t- people taking advantage of me <laughs> where was my support i don't know babe i wasn't Damn. there for that how how on a scale of zero to ten, zero being um i'm good to go no no 10 being i'm good to go right normal quote unquote normal zero being i need velcro sneakers with a propeller hat on where would you say i am <laughs> 10 is normal 10 is normal and eight Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty high. (sighs) Yo, she does not love me. I love you so much. (laughs) You should audition for the show. Let's see what happens. They'll put me on. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Put Put a tag. Put a tag. Put a shirt on me with a tag on it and watch me go nuts. Yeah, (laughs) they got my ass. They got me on the show. So, yeah, I I get when I originally thought of this conversation, it was because of my initial knee jerk reaction to it. But then, you know, I started thinking about it. Well, you know, and these people they do have support. But I will say this: um, it will still bother me if if I felt someone was taking advantage of someone, regardless of where they fall on the spectrum, if they're Mm -hmm. on it or not. But um, definitely a soft place. So I don't know. But if you haven't checked out the show, check out the show. It's a good show. And if you have a heart. If you have a heart. I say that because <laughs> I've been in a room with someone that was watching me watch the show. And Christina, oh, this person kept saying, 
<laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why you why you like it. So it's just much. not my thing. I know it's, it's not. cute. It's cute. Is but love I mean, you is love your thing? Is, like let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Do you, you hate people and you hate love? Yeah, I know. Can we can we talk about that? What? Or do should we say that for another episode? What like is it? is love really your thing? <laughs> well, you know it wasn't when you met me. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is now. <laughs> to be honest with you, you gave me eight out of ten. <laughs> Fuck. That's pretty high. It's pretty high. <laughs> I can't even juggle. So <laughs> now what? Oh, I know. Yeah. So no, <laughs> no. So no, no, no. So love isn't your thing to this day. I'm not. I'm definitely not a hopeless romantic. Mm. I don't gotcha. know. I'm a realist. Yeah, I'm a realist. I am. Is love a choice? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. We still need to do that book review because there's a lot. To be I done. know. We could do. Yeah. It was supposed to happen. I know. This weekend. It will. What happened? I don't know. Nap time. Mm. Nap time's convenient. Mm. Speaking of naps. I don't even know how to segue off that. <laughs> the government has been napping on Brian Laundry. Is it Laundry or Landry? You have to tell me. I don't, I don't, I don't know and I don't well, care. Well, big, big Dog the Bounty Hunter has been on it. You remember him? Mm-hmm. That snow gorilla that walks around <laughs> with goddamn bell bottoms, <laughs> a, a blonde wig, and so, supposedly he can't he can't even carry a firearm. That goof. <laughs> ain't, ain't there some a shit? Circus. A famous exa- exactly. This makes us as a country look like a fucking. Well, add joke. it to the list if we're being honest. Jesus. And, and you know what I. I'm I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but it always makes me wonder why are we making a big deal about something that has no no effect on really anyone's lives, but you know the people that are directly involved, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's been made a big deal about this, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about some of the things that are important topics. Like hmm, we were talking about Afghanistan, and then all of a sudden we weren't talking about Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this missing missing young lady, which is tragic, you know. And it's all right. But I mean, it's been getting a lot of attention and a lot of things that are pretty important right. have not been getting any attention. And and I could be wrong. And, and this is me following Reddit. But I got curious and I tried to look up why is this person such a hot topic? And at first I was thinking, oh, they were YouTube stars or they were, you know, Instagram stars because they were, you know, making videos for their trip and things like that. I guess they were going cross country. Mm-hmm. And um Reddit was saying that between the, the both of them, they didn't have more than 600 followers or so something like that. So they weren't even, they weren't even popping. Like I'm thinking, yeah. oh, this blew up be- because they had, you know, thousands and thousands or maybe a million followers. Mm-hmm. And because of this now, you know, this is something that a million people care about. So of course, if a million people care about it, of course, we're going to make a big deal out of it because, mm-hmm. you know, we need to figure out what happened to this, you know, white woman. But if that is true, then it's kind of, it had my, you know, tinfoil hat fucking going on <laughs> because I'm like, well, wait a minute. If she's not popping, mm-hmm. like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. They can't find him. And then now they're bringing out this washed up celebrity bounty hunter <laughs> to come to Florida. He's knocking on doors, mm-hmm. allegedly asking questions. Supposedly he had this big thing, this big secret that no one else was able to uncover that. I don't know if he did release or not. I quit watching this dog and pony show. 
But if this motherfucker finds this person, mm-hmm. this is a complete slap in the face to the United States, if, if you ask me. Because you're saying that our police couldn't find him, our, you know, feds couldn't find him, mm-hmm. but fucking dog the bounty hunter mm-hmm. was able to find him. And then what happens? He well, he gets a show back. Is this going to be his resurgence? This is going to be his his claim to fame and how he gets back on the wagon? It bothers me for a few different reasons, but specifically because it's just like when you brought this up the other day when you came over and you were like, oh, well, how many other, you know, missing women stories make headlines and all of these things? And I'm like, the only ones I can think about that were like a really big deal in my memory happen to be white girls or white women. Right. And then while this is happening, also we had a situation locally of a young woman. She was 19. Right. She was Trini, I think, from South Florida, lived here, Mm -hmm. was going to college, Mm -hmm. worked at a leasing office where she also lived. Right. And there was a maintenance man who worked there who had evidently, from what they're saying, made advances she had denied him. I don't know how long this was going on or how serious it was. Mm-hmm. If it was harassing her. I don't know the whole situation exactly. He ends up using a fob, like a master fob, to get into her apartment. Mm-hmm. When she clocked off work, she went home and he was in there. Fucking killed her. Disposed of her fucking body. Oh my God, which was just found like two days ago. Right. Killed himself. And it's just like, to me... Let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about having access to women's fucking apartments. Let's right. talk about, did she report this? Did it go, did people push it to the side? Did nobody take her serious? Like, this is a fucking problem. Right. Like, not just some crazy fucking white kids, I'm sorry, joyriding and God knows what the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? This is a this is a real issue. Like, that could potentially, if we change the way things are done, save other women's lives. Right. Like that annoys the fuck out of me, and people will say, "Oh, because they're they were brown." Well, and if and if you ask me, and and let me finish before before you you get upset what I'm what what I'm about to say. I think that the young lady that you're referring to right now got the appropriate amount of coverage that she should have gotten, and I think with that statement, I think that Petito has had an inappropriate amount of coverage that has been spread her way. You see what I'm saying? I get it. Like that. I get it. This was local to people that are in Florida, right? Right. And that's kind of where. Well, that's my point. If you're going to amplify something, amplify something that would fucking no, no, matter. No. Right, right, right. I, 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 I get what, what you're I'm saying. saying. I get what you're saying. Which, right, right, which right. the, which should matter would be, if there wasn't proper background checking. Right. Proper follow up on maybe you know, maintenance. Instances, people shouldn't have access to people to everybody's like maybe it should be a double a double key thing like at the fucking bank where you can't get into the safe just one person. Okay. You know, like taking right. safety precautions just opens up the door to a bigger discussion. Like that's unacceptable that this man was able to get into her fucking house and be in there waiting for her. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. It's fucking crazy. It's pretty bizarre. Like that's upsetting. Right. Like imagine like your daughter, like your sister, you like I just it's fucking sick. Right. Like it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Well, that's just you know just how America works. But I mean, if you if you ask me, I think that um, a white woman would definitely get more clicks than a brown person. Just to be fair. Well, and, it's, it's, and if it's proven, and if we're right, and if we're talking about you know what the news actually gives a shit about today, it's not about what they're spreading. It's about how many clicks that they can get. Right. And if they, if they could get clicks on a monkey, 
shooting bubbles out of his ass, then you better believe that they're going to, you yeah. know, show that a thousand and one times, you know, as long as they can keep on getting clicks. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely don't think that. And, and again, this is not to take away from her, you know, or anything like that, or, you know, the, how devastating it is for all parties involved. Right. Um, but to get this much attention and where other things could be more important. And again, and not just saying another person that was taken, you know, kidnapped, but things that are going on in this country that affect actually that affect, affect other people. Everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Petito thing has no effect on, well, I'm not going to say no effect, but the effect that it has is very, 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 very small in comparison to yeah. things that are actually going on, you know, in the world that we should be addressing. But we don't because we're just, yeah. a, it's just a, everything is popular based, right? Everything's a popular, you know, popularity mm-hmm. contest. So, right. um, but, uh, d- d- is, is there anything else you want to add to that? I don't think so. Okay. I just want to say if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds him, <laughs> can we start believing more conspiracy theories if Dog the Bounty Hunter found, finds uh, listen, this guy? Listen, you're talking to the wrong one. If he didn't I'm find him already, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the news I'm yet. about it. I think either the feds have him already, I think they have him already, or he's dead. And and probably not be, not probably either not by way. Suicide. I think they know. Either way, I think the people that need to know already know. Or or Netflix is going to put out a dope ass doc. Uh, yeah, that's what they're waiting on. Something's going to happen to this. But if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds him, or not finds, but that's who they say Correct. found him. Yeah, yeah. Believe all conspiracy theories. Earth <laughs> is flat. All you of know, it. We didn't go to the moon. Right. Marshmallows are made of bones. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to believe in. <laughs> go, go for it. Go for it. Um, I kind of already know how you feel about this, but um, <laughs> Will Smith and Jada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what exactly? Because I could go so many ways. I'm not going to necessarily focus on what took place with them recently because I don't, I really don't give a fuck. But I do want to ask you about your opinion on <laughs> couples airing out their dirty laundry, mm-hmm. obviously in public, as a way of like a therapeutic okay. intervention, I guess you could say, like doing it in a way where it's therapeutic for them. Okay. And attached with the narrative that, hey, we're doing this because this might help other couples out that are behind us or that are, you know, that might be going through this similar situation okay which yes i think people helping people is a good thing okay <laughs> but at but what? at what point do you say maybe this isn't the best way to go about it so what are your thoughts on doing it okay well they're they're celebrities the and they live their whole life in the spotlight so okay. there's that okay right so so let, let's let's take them out of it okay then and i'm let's, gonna let's talk about well, I'll get personal. I think we don't put all of our fucking business on here, but I think we have said, talked about things that are personal to us. Well, we've never aired out our dirty laundry. I don't think it's dirty laundry, but define dirty laundry. Maybe compared to all the shit that God knows we don't know about Will and Jada, this might be nothing. Mm. Okay. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think. It, they are. They're celebrities. This is how they live their life. 
they do put their business out there. Mm-hmm. I think they were very quiet for most of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they got tired of people speculating. And they were like, you know what? We're going to take a hold of it. And then we're going to we're gonna be in charge of the narrative. And we're going to sit down and actually let people hear out of our mouths. Because people talked about Will and Jada for a long time. Right. They have an open relationship, all of these things. And then I think it was in the past couple of years, they're like, this is what happens in our relationship. And I'm sure there's still some discretion. But you know what? And and maybe maybe this could be uh, a way of like looking at Will and going, hey, Will's kind of keeping a closed mouth about some of the things that he does. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't look like that, you know, what he's out here possibly doing because we don't know what he's doing because he's been kind of. Or has done. Or, or has yeah. done. Right, right, right. But I mean, it just seems like Jada's just been showing her dick. Yeah. And she's been like saying, hey, this is a matriarch. I'm a, I'm a fucking matriarch. This I really do, do think Will's letting her have the shine. I do think that he was just like, you know what? Mm. I'm at this moment in my life where I've done what the fuck I want to do. And as a man, especially the the way things are moving right now, fuck the patriarchy, all of these things. He's letting Jada have her moment. As a woman, these are experiences that so women are having. So you think he's tactfully cutting uh, 100%. out? 100%. Okay. I do. That would, that would make more sense. I do. Than for him to come. I want to say he because came Because it's out. not that, what are you going to go? Tit for tat? Like, oh, yeah, you've done your thing, but I did this. And, and, that, and that's exactly what happened. And to me, it's like, what the? But he did do that. <laughs> but I think he's been quiet. He's, he's, he's taking a lot of fucking L's. Well, he's <laughs> taking L's. Because even when he, you know, when he came out talking about, oh, I could have got Halle Berry or something like that. It's like, nigga, we all want Halle Berry. What are you talking about? Right. We've we've seen monsters ball and swordfish. I I feel like he's purposefully just like letting her, you know, do her thing. Do her thing. I I think so. And good for her. I hope that's the case. <laughs> Either way it goes, you know me. I'm a private person. I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of people airing out the dirty laundry. And 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 again, and I I guess if you do it, you do it in a way where it's a little bit more tactful. And maybe make it an actual learning experience as opposed to this hot take or this hot button topic mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. Because, yes, you and I, we talk about some of the problems that we ran into. But I think the things that we ran into and the things that we, we talked about were things that people would typically run into that really wouldn't cause too many risks, but could cause risks for people that didn't want to push through them. Because it's not like I'm talking about I fucked around on you or anything yeah. like that. It's not like. You know, I'm talking about some of the things that like we really, really went through that, you know. Um, but I just I think people getting cheated on is a very normal thing. Right. It's not something that is an issue for us. But like when they talk about it, I think that happens more often than not. OK, fine. Then I think there's a way to go about it and like to talk about it as opposed to making it look like this clickbaity thing that you're just kind of airing some things out just for yeah you know the cloud or whatever you want to call it i think it doesn't help that they're celebrities it doesn't help that she has a whole red table fucking where she's talking about every motherfucking thing right Right. now like all of that makes it seem like clickbait when there are some you know real things that these conversations are bringing up well which is why i I originally tried to separate this conversation from them i just Mm kind of wanted to use them as an example but Right. I wanted to talk to you about your idea on people airing out their dirty laundry because we do live in a society where people going, I'm being transparent. I'm being transparent, which what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> You're just saying too much. That's what transparency okay. is. You're saying too much. I think it depends what it is. And then I also feel like I don't have as much of an issue with it if it's something that you're talking about that you've already been able to work through. 
I don't, I'm not a big fan of people telling you the play by play as it's happening because I think that that's dangerous. I think, I think it's okay for people to share their experiences or couples to share their experiences of things that they've been through after they've already resolved them and been through them because I do think that is therapeutic and I do think that that could be helpful. But I think it's also important to say, hey, we're talking about this because this is what we did to get past it and here we are now better than ever. I got you. You know, because relationships are complicated and things are hard especially at our age or especially people coming into relationships with, you know, all types of things. Insecurities. And see, and this is why I love the love on the spectrum show (laughs) is because these people face their insecurities in the mirror and then they, they go in these completely awkward dating situations and Mm -hmm. they get through it. And to me, it it feels like because of their, uh, what would you call it? A condition? Right, right, right. Because there, of their state some... of mind, they don't even have the capability of masking these things like quote right. unquote normal people would. Right, right, right. right. So it. It's just out there. I'm it nervous. Just, and they is. say it. They say it. I'm nervous. But that's so fucking I'm, I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. Like they'll be on a date and they'll be like, I'm going to Because you people feel attack. that way. I need, yeah, I need a second. Yeah. Right. Huh. But you don't say it. Did you have any insecurities while you were dating? Not necessarily with me, but well, just you know, in general date. when you were dating. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you did. Okay, Nathan. Riley, we haven't had a whole conversation. I am not a people person. I'm very introverted. Uh-huh. So the idea of dating, just the thinking about it, just like makes me feel anxious. So it's just mm. like, and then this whole like dating app and swiping left and right and having conversations with random people and meeting up with random people. That is like my worst fucking nightmare. Like, it's a miracle that I went out with you, and I told you that. Mm. You see how, You were one of two dates. The first one, which was a fucking psychopath, which he just, like, put the nail in the fucking coffin. I was like, delete all the fucking apps. People are fucking crazy. And then after you, I deleted that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you should (laughs) have. I thought that's how it works. We like each other. No, babe, after our first date, nothing that. I was like, I can't. Well, the issue with you was that I actually <laughs> liked you, and that freaked me out. So I was like, I just sh- throw the whole thing away. You're good. You're good at this. <laughs> You're good at spinning the narrative. <laughs> like, yeah, it was fucking spinning. Woo. Whatever. So so you can't think of, like, uh, why I guess that, that would be an insecurity. So would that be your insecurity that you just felt that you were just anxious about dating because of? I don't think it would be XYZ. an insecurity. I just, it's a, a part of who I am. Did, what, did you have any insecurities while you were dating? Like, for instance, one of one of my big insecurities was uh, and it wasn't like. I guess it is me, but it's not me mm-hmm. is the fact that I had or I have three children. So dating with three children, I was very insecure about the whole children topic and then going, oh, yeah, I have three kids. And then this potentially, you know, scares somebody away that I might be interested in or, you know, wherever it may be like that was something that going into every dating situation was. Yeah, because I guess that makes it more complicated potentially. And mm -hmm. some people might feel a certain type of way about kids. Right. Period. Right. Especially if you don't understand my situation. Correct. Oh, he's got, you know. And you're also, it's also one of those things where like, what what are you supposed to like give all your business out there in the beginning and be like, oh, this is my situation. This is what happened. But it's, you know, like that's kind of fucked up too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To to make them understand. Right. Yeah, that is kind of. 
but I, but 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 that was something that I disclosed early on because I didn't I didn't want conversations to go too far or waste anyone's time, you know. Because I, I mean, even on a day, I also feel children. like, and you know, this is true. Like, if you put something out there like that and somebody has an issue with it, then you already know. Like, this is no, 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 no. I didn't give a fuck. Me. But right. but it, I mean, clearly it was still something I was you know somewhat not really insecure about. But I was worried because you know no one wants to face rejection, right? Even if you're right. used to it, you don't want to face rejection. Right. You want success, right? At least I do, right? Um. But one of the things that I was insecure about was like, okay, well, when the kid conversation comes up, and usually I try to date women with children anyway, just because it just, you know, if the, if it said it on it. But if it came up, you know, that would be kind of like, oh, three, you know, two baby mamas, mm-hmm. then, you know, that definitely could be an issue for, for some people. Yeah. And it was something that I said early on, again, because right. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. And then mm-hmm. if you're not feeling it, then you're not feeling it. And, you know, again, like you said, well, fuck you. You're not for me. Right. But still, even though I can I have that it. mentality, I wouldn't want it to be like that because if I swiped on you and I'm trying to get to know you, it's because I'm, you know, interested. No, I guess in for me, it's just road. like I didn't do a lot of dating because mm-hmm. it didn't interest me. So I didn't even get to maybe develop those insecurities of what I might have run into that might have been an issue that I felt like pushed people away. So right. I didn't even have that experience. And also at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't fuck with people, period. So for me, it's just like if I tell you something, and you have a fucking issue with it, like you know that. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I guess this is just kind of being a little bit vulnerable about some of the things that've been going on with me lately. But I know we're not dating per se. Like we're not in that space anymore. Like we were just talking about as far as like getting to know someone new and yeah. yada yada yada. But uh, I feel like more recently I've been faced with more insecurities than ever before and it you know it pretty much stems from having to do like with, with us no w- or what well, do you mean insecurities with what well w- with me and it's just having to do with you know post-covid and you know remember when i told you you know standing in front of the mirror for the first mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. to me was you know very devastating mm-hmm. you know and i i know i got on here and i you know i spoke about it a little mm-hmm. bit but i really didn't go into too much detail because at the time i didn't want to look vain and i didn't want to look like you know I was being a whiny little bitch, you know, because I'm alive. Yeah. But I lost a big part of me and what matters to me. And a big chunk of my life has been, I guess, revolved around vanity for, I, I guess, a quick way I to say it. vanity. I feel like you take care of yourself and then how it makes you look is like a byproduct. Of true, that. true, true. But, but the fact that I get up every morning and I dedicate myself to going and working out. And of course, it's going to yield the results that it's, yeah. it's yielded as far as how I Good look physically. You. Yeah. But of course, it was more of a mental thing. True. But I guess up until losing it, I never understood how much it did matter to me okay. about how I look. I and, I, and I, guess, I don't think that makes you vain. OK, fine. But but I I guess like a big part of that had to do with, you know, a not looking like myself, which was very weird looking in the right, mirror, you know, right. and, and even now, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm I'm closer to what I was, you know, what a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, not only looking in the mirror, but like feeling like I lost a lot of time, you know, or wasted a lot of time, not really wasted a lot of time, but all the work that I put in was just kind of like bankrupt. Like, you know, I kind of felt that way about it. So. I say all that to say, even when it came down to us being intimate and things like that, like I was pretty insecure about getting naked in front of you because I didn't feel comfortable getting naked in front of me. Right. I didn't feel comfortable looking in the mirror. I tried to avoid the mirror as much as possible. And then when I did, it was just such a disappointment for me Mm -hmm. that I felt like it would have been a disappointment for you. Right. right? Which, you know, I didn't feel that way at all. 
But I understand where it's just like you felt that way, so you assumed, right? I guess the worst about how I would feel about it. Of course, and it you wasn't know? just the weight loss; it was just how rough my skin was, and you know the things that were going on in my skin with you know it rejecting the medication I was right. taking with having pimples everywhere. I mean, it was just, it was just it was a, a lot of different things. It was a yeah. lot of different things yeah. going on, and it right. was just bang almost to me it felt like overnight it was overnight. even though it was two weeks that i spent in the hospital but i mean in the but, grand scheme of things that is overnight right and yeah. and especially when you're coming from someone that the last time that and literally the last time that i looked at my my body after getting out the hospital the time before that was before i went into the hospital mm-hmm. so i never saw what my body looked like i felt it and i yeah. knew that i lost weight because you know they were they were giving me the numbers but I didn't look at anything until I got in the house and I took that burgundy, you know, pajamas off and just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I say all that to say, you know, uh, I didn't realize how how insecure I can get until more recently. Okay. So dating there weren't really any because I was, you know, I was solid. Like I said, if anything, it had to do with disclosing yeah. how many children I had and, you know, two baby mamas and yada, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, I guess being in a relationship and so I, I couldn't imagine having to gone through that, you know, if we weren't in a situation that we were in, in try, which I wouldn't have done anyway, but I couldn't imagine dating with that mindset that I had for with the, you know, those couple weeks that it took for me to get to a point where I was comfortable with taking my shirt off again. Right. Right. Yeah. And then also it's just like where we were and where we are, because that wasn't that long ago at Mm -hmm. that point in our relationship. Like I the only thing I give a fuck about was that you were fucking live. Like that's all I fucking cared about. And like I I made that very clear to you. Like, I don't give a fuck what you look like. Like you were almost not here. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? So it's just like and for me, it's also like. I knew you were going to come back from that so it's just like that's what i told you like don't stay in this space even though i know you don't feel good but you're just like you're gonna get it back and you're gonna be fine and like yeah. you're gonna be your old self again well you saw it and i'm still you see me obsessing with it right like, i was eating a shit ton trying to work out as much as i can right. pushing myself damn near to, to death some days <laughs> you know working out right but yeah, yeah. I, I there was no way i was gonna sit and just be okay with that so as soon as even when, but before I was off oxygen. Oh, I remember. Like I was. Yeah, doing the most. If I could do one push up before mm-hmm. I got short of breath, mm-hmm. I would just do one push up and I would right. wait, catch my breath, another push up and another push up. Like I was not stopping. Right. So, and even then, you know, even now I'm still not where I need to be. But I, I certainly don't feel insecure now because, I, like I said, I'm, I'm closer to what, way closer to what I, I was before mm-hmm. now than I was a month ago. Right. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you did a really good job of trying to boost up my ego, but it, it just goes to show. And I, I guess this has been like a another eye opener thing is that you know I've been in situations where I've you know been speaking to someone and I would tell them, no, you look good, da 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 da, da. and you know whether it be a family or you know someone I, a family member or someone I was with, and then you say say things, but it doesn't really resonate because you don't feel that because way. they're their worst yeah. enemy, mm-hmm. right? So even though you were saying those things. Mm-hmm. I still didn't feel that way. Right. And then I guess for me too, it was just to make it clear that it didn't bother me. Like I wanted that to right. like, I, cause I know that I, I get that. It's just like, 
as a woman, I know, like, I pick myself apart every fucking day. Like, and you say things to me, and I'm just like, okay. Like, I so I feel that. Yeah. So I understand that you can't, you can't receive that <laughs> if you don't feel it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, finish your why statement. You finish your statement. I'll tell you why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. I swear. I swear. I just wanted it to be clear that, like, I didn't give a fuck what you looked like. Right. Like, La- ladies and gentlemen, oh, b- bless. Yeah, you know I'm about to say some some dumb shit. I'll tone it down. But you saw what I did when I adjusted myself and I dropped mm-hmm. my eyes. You know, some some ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Can I can I can I get it out? Okay. I I can delete it if if you need me to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> bless bless this woman's heart because she let me walk up on her, but but ass naked <laughs> with a fucking oxygen tank on. <laughs> <laughs> dragging dragging an oxygen tank a <laughs> hundred a hundred and sixty five pounds of just skin hanging off because muscle used to be there <laughs> having a flip oh flip God, the court Nathan. around i could barely speak trying to trying to you know talk hot to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's going down oh my God. <laughs> She put up with my shit. (laughs) 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 Listen. Because that's love. Listen, listen. There is nothing. See, and you talk shit about me that I don't do. I know love. Do I like love? (laughs) Listen, everything, everything should have dried up when I had to lean over and cut my oxygen from four liters to six liters (laughs) just to get it in. This has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. I'm about to get off this bitch because I'm about to start getting reckless. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and this is the tolerable. Mm, tolerable. (laughs) I'll put up with anything. Is it tolerable or with tolerating? This is the will tolerate anything. (laughs) Christina, thank you for listening. Peace.